Real quick, I just wanted to, and I didn't get to do this on the show. I want to send a rest in peace to Travis Shoes. This was my classmate, and I want to dedicate this episode to him. Rest in peace. And oh, here we go! All right. I just want to say right now that um, since you did some of the shit that you did last week, <laughs> you know, you got new green screen up and everything. <laughs> you know, Joe started firing people. You know, he didn't fire people when he was there, but I'm going to fire a motherfucker while they're there. <laughs> motherfucker, you fired, Curtis! You fired! My bad, my bad. Fuck, nah, fuck. <laughs> shit, y'all think y'all crazy, man. I'm going to start my own podcast. Yeah, you think I'm going to fire? said the new the Los Angeles niggas. I'm right. like, God damn. What right. <laughs> what, what you said. So what, what, what you say, you're naked. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, so welcome to Triad Hip Hop Podcast. We just getting started. We appreciate y'all checking us out. Yep, yep. Uh, as usual, we're live on Facebook, uh YouTube, and we got uh uh, Instagram, Instagram going, and then we got yeah. this joint with the so. stream yard going through you. Yes, sir. Uh, we got so. recording. This is. This is your band, Kurt, and this is... Howie. And this is actually episode 165. 165. Yeah, man. We're climbing up, man. To the east Yo, we're not going to count that last episode. That was a bonus episode. Yeah, yeah. So that was me practicing. He actually did a pretty good job, man. Let me give you a round of applause for that. You actually did a pretty good job. I, I did, I did like the green screen and everything. Like yeah. we talk though, but it's like, dang man, you yeah. wait until nigga gone. Like yeah, nah. make sure. Nah, I was like, <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was an experiment. So I was like, if this shit get fucked up, at least it's just me. Yeah, you yeah, know? nah, it, nah, you know, it's all good. It wasn't crispy, but it was a good effort. You know, yeah, so we yeah. give we give myself an A for effort. <laughs> I get an honorary mention. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna still try to keep it going. Uh, hopefully, by the time this one. Uh, gets chopped up for YouTube. Hopefully, I can add some green screen like we did on that one as well. So yeah. we'll see. How was your week, man? Uh, my week was pretty good. You know, um, just you know working and uh, you know trying, still trying to adjust to my new schedule. But um, you know, it's working out pretty good. You know what I mean? Up. No, no complaints. Um, still, you know, you got to deal with the customers all the time. You know, with their little attitudes. But you know, that is what it is. You know, we gotta. Just get past it. But other than that, man, other than wanting to strangle a person on my phone, <laughs> I'm good. How's your week been? Uh, it's been, first of all, let me, I'm going to give myself a hand. I passed my spring semester classes. Okay, okay. Boy, my neighbor. Boy, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> my neighbor. I said, boy, everybody who prayed, I appreciate it. Cause boy, I was doing some praying. <laughs> I, I was about this close to sacrificing chickens and shit. Hey. 
<laughs> for real. Is, man, when you cutting it close, you like shit. I need man. a medical right now. Boy, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm doing my summer course, which ain't going too. It's not going too bad per se. We're gonna see how that go. Okay. But um, yeah, I'm doing that, and uh, yeah, man, just working, man, just and trying to get. Go back to the gym, trying to trying to get you know trying to get swole for the lady. Get swole on her. Well, not swole, not you know, but now nah, there's some stuff like I'm trying to work on myself, man. My arms looking like they looking like the lady that made the potato salad, <laughs> and that ain't cool for no dude. Like it's all right for women, cause you know what I'm saying, but that ain't cool for no dude. So like, yeah, I got to get that in check. Man. Yeah, man. So if I ever get it, I'm hoping it's like when I'm like 65, 75, something like that. Yeah. Know? I don't need it right now. No, you don't need it. I gotta just get rid of the little little bit of stomach I got. You know, that's, oh, yeah. that's the only thing I gotta work on. You know. Yeah, that's what I gotta work on too. Which which is crazy because like my stomach is going down. Okay. I, yeah, I, I feel yeah, tell. it's going down. It's just that yeah, I still gotta work on. It's like I gotta work on cutting down like my like my sides. Yeah. And actually like just tightening up. So that's okay. what I'm trying to do. That's what's up. So yeah, man. Um, before we go too far, uh, we gotta acknowledge somebody we just lost, and that is uh, comedian Paul Mooney, um, who was very pivotal in in black culture, in in comedy, in black culture in general, even in hip hop. I mean, Dave Chappelle had him on his show. He used to write for Richard Pryor back in the seventies. I mean, he's got a history. He wrote for, like, um, Richard Pryor. He wrote for, um, uh... I didn't know. Fred Sanford, yeah, my man. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh... Red Fox. Yeah, Red Fox. Yeah, him I didn't know Red he Fox. did the Home and the Clown thing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could see that, man. He's, he's funny, man. So he's worked, obviously, now you know he's worked with the Wayans. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Dude was classic, man. All his material was classic because he, he just kept it 100. You know what I mean? He... He spoke his mind. He didn't filter nothing. You know what I mean? He, him and, I think him and Dick Gregory had the most unfiltered <laughs> speech. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something, nigga. <laughs> Everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. <laughs> That's what I just like. Put that on t-shirt. <laughs> you know? <laughs> everybody want to be a blank. <laughs> so everybody want to, you know, Yo. put that on the t-shirt. That was man. cold as shit, what he said. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was cold. Uh-huh. like, damn, that's the truest shit. <laughs> they want your skin color, but they don't want your credit report. No, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> credit report. Every time to get stopped by the police. Right. <laughs> your banking school. <laughs> man, man. You see, there's a video going around right now where this white dude gets pulled over by the cops. And he, I think his wife was, it was some female right next to him. He was an older guy, like maybe in his uh, 50s, but he was talking mad junk to the cop. He was on the phone. He was like, yeah, I got your supervisor on the phone, bitch. Uh, Fuck you and this ticket and blah, 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 all this kind of shit. And the cop was just like, he just handed him the ticket like, you know what? I don't want no trouble. Now, had we done some shit like oh, that, no, we can't do this. It would have been a different story. I mean, no. he was giving all kind of fingers first and yelling. Off, that thing had been shut right. off. Right, he wouldn't even put his window down at first. You know what I mean? And then, and then when it finally got to the point where the cop got tired, and the cop was like, "All right, get the hell out of the car," and he wouldn't get out the car, so the cop broke his window and dragged him out. Then he was trying to play the victim. Oh my God, what is this coming from? I, I didn't even do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, only, only, only one of them white privileged folks. You know, not all of them are like that, but only one of those ones who feel like they got that privilege could pull that off. You know what I mean? That's like, dude, come on, man. 
But yeah, I, I gotta send that to you because it's funny, yeah, man. Yeah, it's crazy, man. But anyway, I don't mean to get. I mean, I ain't mean to get off Paul Mooney um, real quick. So let's give him a moment of silence uh, just to pay our respects to him. All righty. Thank y'all for doing that with us. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, again, don't forget, hit all the buttons. You know, we appreciate anything you can do to share the word. Hit the likes, shares, and subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Appreciate that. Yep, yep. So, yeah. Um, and also, I want to send some thoughts out to the victims of the little little uh, uh, war that was going on in the Middle East with yeah. Palestine and Israel. Because they've been going at that shit for years. And, you know, don't let... Let me say this real quick, man. I don't want to get too political. But don't let, let people fool you into thinking that Palestine is the enemy and that Israel is just... Oh, we're just defending ourselves. No, trust me. Israel has some of the worst terrorists out there. And a lot of times when people like these, you know, these groups like Hamas get tired of their shit and start attacking them, it's only because they've been attacked so damn much. Mm -hmm. So that's all I'm going to say. Don't get fooled into thinking this one is the enemy and this one is the good guy. Nah, they both, they both um, uh, go hard at each other and... Most times, it's the Israelis going at the um, Palestinians, you know, and I just, you know, hate that so many people losing their lives over this shit, but I think they finally called the end to it, so, well, you know. The thing of it is, that when they did that treaty in, in the, what was it, 19, in the 1930s, 1940, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, they pretty much kicked the Palestinians out of that land. Yeah. And then, then made it, is, is, you know, an Israeli state. Yeah. That's what they did. That's yeah. why they fight. Yeah, they forced yeah. them out. I mean, it's, yeah. that's why, you know, they can't get no rest. Because you can't just force people out of their own land. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every, everybody want to claim religion. Well, my religion said this is our land. Well, my religion said this is ours. And what trips me out, too, and I'm, I'm going to say this. It's like the evangelical Christian, you know, they be like, oh, we got a savage Israel. But it's like, like you said, man, Israel do some of the most dirtiest shit. Yeah, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying, and not all those people, because there, there was actually people in Israel, like, you know, the actual civilians, like, look, we shouldn't be doing this. Right. I mean, they Ramadan, man, yeah, too, man. man. They mind their business. Israel's like, yeah, we just going to let that thing go. We just yep. going to kick, 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 kick. Exactly. I'm like, dang, son. Ridiculous, man. It's crazy. Yep. And then I had people on there talking about, I think I seen the video, and I just saw clips of it, so I don't know how credible it is. So, it's really, man, it's like, yeah, you know, they just unclean. They just, you know, these kids, yes, well, you killing them as a kid, but they just deserve to go to hell because they unclean. I'm like, well, dang, son. Right. Like, you just going to kill, like, someone, like, ten, like, seven, ten years old and stuff like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, little dude that just came up, man, like, like that, like someone like that deserves to die because they're not, they're not born exactly. you. Right. Like, exactly. get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, man. Shit is crazy. But yeah, so, you know, oh, my thoughts and our prayers and everything go out to those people they lost because it's been a lot of lives lost, I'm sure, on both sides. But either way, um, all right. So uh, you had a question of the day for today. You want to so go ahead and throw that out there? The question of the day is, in honor of Biggie's birthday... If Big and Pac were living, because we have to talk 
well, not have to talk about both, but, you know, they're pretty much synonymous in hip-hop history. But if they were living, would they eventually squash their beef and collab with each other? My answer to that is, um, yes. I think they would. And, a matter of fact, I think, respectfully, Pac and Big would have left Death Row and Bad Boy, respectfully. I think they would have did that One Nation thing. I'll tell you one thing. It would have been crazy. Pac, Big, and Nas forming a group. That was shit on everything. Mm-hmm. Even have Jay-Z come in and come mm-hmm. out for features. Yeah, man. That was that shit on there. That would be like Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Right there. Man, listen. That'd be crazy. That would be unstoppable. I'm sure it would have been an instant classic. You know what man. I mean? So, but yeah, you get somebody like Jay-Z to come in for some songs. Get somebody like AZ to come in for some yep. songs. Man, listen. Corrupt here and there. Yep. Come on, man. That would have been... That would have dominated the whole hip-hop industry. I, I think if... I mean, especially, like, if they did that... Let's say... We'll see, all that shit was in 96, 97. I, I, I say I'll give it three years. Let's say 2000. Let's say 2000, they actually kind of lead. Mm-hmm. They get shit together. And they start really working with each other. You know, because... Now, that's one thing I will give to both. Even though... A lot of people outside forces gaslighted. They really would, both of them, in their own way, were really trying to make shit right. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, we can't, you know, we can't be dividing this up. Like, even Pop was like, look, I'm 149 pounds. Like, right. you think, I, like, me? It's good. <laughs> like, I'm not right. that bad. Exactly. That's what he said to, like, Greg Nice. Right. Yo, that, yo, that shit <laughs> was hilarious on that, exactly. on that interview. Greg Nice. Like Pac's like, yo, you you smoke weed, Greg? It's like, yeah, roll up, nigga, eat the th- <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. He was just that yeah. kind of dude. He was just that kind of dude, you know. But yeah, I just like to, you know what I'm saying? I would love to see them really, you know, around two I say that around two thousand, two thousand one. And, you know, let's say it even with like not uh Nas and Jay Z, um, that ether and takeover probably wouldn't have happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think they would, you know, I think Nas would still be kind of like in some trouble, but I think even to not necessarily save his career, but to get him out. Right. I right. think if Pac and Big was still here and they's like, hey man, we, you know, we, we left Death Row, we left Bad Boy, we working on something, you know, y'all come check us out. Yeah. Bam, and then it just from there. Yeah, man, that'd been crazy, man. Think yeah. about that fucking mob deep, man, like pop big and Nas. Exactly. God damn. <laughs> Hip hop would not be the same. Half of the rappers that's rapping right now would not be rapping. New, because I mean, you would have to still have talent. You know. What yeah. Mean? Yeah. I mean, it's that's just a, not. It's just not a lot of talent. There's some talent out here, but it's not a lot. No. So speaking of which, um, just to. Did you get the chance to listen to the J. Cole album? Did we even talk about mm-hmm. that? I, I only heard like two songs. So uh, okay. and what I heard is really good. So, you know, I'm I'm definitely loving it. But um, I only heard two. But I'm definitely planning on buying it, too. Yeah. You know? I, saw, I actually listened to it. We, You know, me and my girl, we streamed it. She a 
J. Cole fan. Okay. You know, and you know, we got rep North Cackalack, you know, because we from North Yeah, Cacalac. yeah, absolutely. I thought it was a pretty okay <clears throat> album. I mean, a lot of, there were some people giving it some hate, like, oh, it was trash, but For real? I think it was mixed. I think, you know, everybody thinks, like, certain rapper come out, like, this gotta be, you know, kind of like the Kwame Brown situation, like, everybody thinks, like, um, if you don't come out at a certain level, like you're not selling, like we gotta we gotta trade you, we gotta you know. Right. And I think sometimes it's okay for like someone like a J. Cole to I ain't gonna necessarily say miss, but put out like, okay, that was all right, you yeah. know, and, and you know, a lot of people <clears throat> gravitate. He still got some stuff here and there. I mean, cause sometimes that sometimes like a mediocre project might be a stepping stone to a greater project. Yeah. If, you know what I'm saying? That's true. I so, agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it ain't, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, everything being like, bam, bam, bam. Like, that's sometimes that's not like, I mean, it's good to have it if you got it, you know, but that's not, everybody ain't like that. Yeah. And I think, <clears throat> especially in this industry, I think people forget and they just don't understand how to, and I'm not telling you, like, if something trash, you have the right to call it trash. But it's just funny, like, people that actually have talent, they trash, but then people that just, you know, they look like two shitty draws or some shit. <laughs> and it's like, like, and the shit's obviously whack. They cape for those guys. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, come on, like, this, this shit is just... It should be the other way around. It know? should be. Yeah. So. Now, as far as J. Cole goes, I, I've only heard um, like a handful of reviews, and they've all been positive. So I actually haven't heard any negative reviews mm -hmm. yet. But, you know, I'm sure there will be, like you said. Some people out there are going to say it's trash. Um, as far as the question of the day, uh, I do think that Big and Pac would have um, eventually squashed their situation and... <laughs> done more collaborations because they had already done one or two songs together you know what i mean and um you know they were solid songs so it's like you know they they work well together you know i think so i think because of that history i think they would have eventually squashed it but you know it is what it is yeah but anyway um let me go into some birthdays real quick so we can kind of you know give some shout outs real quick um so Back on the 19th, one birthday I missed is not hip hop, but my man Malcolm X. Oh, no, nah, Malcolm yeah, X. Gotta is, give a shout nah, out. No, Malcolm X is honorary hip hop. Yeah. I mean, so, rest Ma in peace and happy birthday. Yeah, tonight. Malcolm X. If Malcolm X was giving the mic, he would be the dangerous yeah, rapper oh, yeah. alive. Yeah, man. Bar none. Maybe like the last poets, man. Yeah. You know, when they Bar stepped on the mic, none. he was killing it. Yeah, I think with X, with Malcolm X, I think like if. I mean, he would probably have to be taught the rap and the rhythm. Right. I think maybe someone else might be able to write his bars as if he was doing. But nah, Malcolm X. I mean, especially like the '80s and stuff. Like his his message, that Minister Farrakhan, Honorable Elijah Muhammad, all that is in that music. Right. So yeah, nah, Malcolm X is hip hop. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I mean, agree. let me throw the, let me throw the. I definitely agree. So, um, happy birthday and rest in peace to him. Uh, you know, his um, name when he died was uh, 
Malik El Shabazz. So actually, if you want to go technical, El Hajj Malik El Shabazz, because uh, he had made his pilgrimage to Mecca. So after that, you know, you can put the El Hajj in front of your name. So um, also, happy birthday goes out yesterday uh, to Ron Isley. I know he's not hip hop, but my man got so much swag. I had God to throw him it, in. He hip hop too. God right. damn it. <laughs> I had to throw him in there. Nah, anyway, shit, you know? man. Nah, Ron Hip Hop, man. Yeah, I don't give man. a fuck, man. Hell, you wouldn't have half these rap, man. <laughs> shit. Half these rappers wouldn't be here without you Ron, know. boy. Every uh, day. <laughs> exactly. With the, with the smooth shit. Exactly. You know, shit. I was probably born off of Ron Isaac. Hell, I know I was, goddamn. <laughs> Earth, Wind, Fire, Luca. Well, man. I was conceived. Man, listen. But yeah, so happy birthday to Ron Isley. Also, of course, we did, as I mentioned last week, yesterday was Biggie's birthday, so we're going to give him a happy birthday once again. We're going to have to talk about Biggie a little bit more before the show's over today. Happy birthday goes to my man MC8 Uh of the West Coast, one of the icons from the West Coast. Gia. 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 (laughs) Man, that dude, he had, that's what I liked about MC8. He just had his own. Swag his own style, you know. Kind of like the E forty with his, yeah, yeah. man, mm-hmm. yeah. That don't really get, yeah. MC eight was a little bit more on my radar than E forty. E forty was cool, but I just wasn't that wasn't bumping E forty too much more so than something with a girl. How about the pop? But uh, MC eight was definitely my dude, and um, you know, really appreciate what he brought to the game. Also today. One of the legends from the old school, Africa Baby Bam from all the right, Jungle all Brothers. All right, all so right. So got to give a happy birthday to him. Um, also, uh, on the 24th, coming up in a couple of days, my man from the 90s, MC Brains. You remember right. him? Um, I've heard of him. I didn't hear any of his projects. He had like a, he was like a one or two hit wonder. You know, yeah. so he made one or two good songs, and then you never heard of what him. Song, again, what song? What did he? I can't remember the names of them, but once I'm I, look I, if I'm playing for you, I bet you remember. I probably will remember, or at least I might have heard maybe someone else sampled right. some of his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was cool. Um, also coming up on the 24th, my man G Easy got a birthday, uh, and also the legend himself, Heavy D. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? So let's oh, give them... Ha- well, we'll give them all claps in a minute. Um, so yeah, Heavy D, rest in peace to him. Coming up on the 26th, the uh, female phenom, uh, Lauren Hill. Lauren Happy Hill. birthday to her. Dead yeah, man. And then we got a lot coming up on the 27th. On the 27th, we got my man, Chi Ali. All right, right. We got Lisa Lopez, a.k.a. Left Eye. Man, she had some of the dopest rhymes to me, man. Even though she was part of an R&B group, she just... She had so much... Uh, you know, so many bars, man. You know, you could tell. She could roast some people. Um, also on the 27th, Andre 3000. My man, Three yeah, Stacks. Three Happy Stacks. Birthday. Three Stacks. And uh, Jada Kiss. Why, You know what I mean? Why, <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? And then one more on the 27th, my man, the icon from the old school, Spoonie G. Uh-oh. Happy birthday to him. Uh, and then one more on the 28th, my man Chubb Rock. Rock my yeah, man. man. Yep. You're bad, Chubbs. Let's yep. give them all happy birthdays and uh, some skibbity claps. Yeah, man. Hey, them May babies are crazy, man. Yeah, man. All that, all that. A lot of stuff. And there's some more coming up after that, too. You know, like on the last couple of days of the month. But I'm going to let that go to next week. Yeah. But, um. They like my family, man. Like a lot of my family born in May. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. 
We do yeah. love people, the minority. A lot of But we cooler, though. I'm just gonna let y'all know that right now. I got a lot Fuck of Januarys. <laughs> I got a lot of Januarys in my family and uh, I think a few Julys. But, yeah. Um, yeah. That January was, well, well, yeah, my ex was a Capricorn. Oh, okay. January, baby. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they all right, though. They all right. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna hate, ain't gonna hate, ain't gonna hate, ain't gonna hate, because I don't know, they, they might come and get me. Right. Beat my ass. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, we can move on to some new music. Uh, so we got a few things coming out. My man Benny the Butcher just dropped an album called right. Trust the Sopranos. Okay. Um, I think it's a collab album, but I, I didn't get all the information, but I just saw it and saw the track listing, but it, it seems like a pretty dope uh, album from what I can tell. Um, also, uh, we still got the DMX album coming up at the 28th of the month, so by this time next week, that should be out. Um then we got my man Fife Dog. His album is still supposed to be coming out. From what I understand, it's also said at the end of the month, but I don't know the exact date. So we're going to see what happens with uh, Fife Dog's album. I'm excited for that one, too. I think it's called Fife uh, Forever. Uh, so, yeah. My man Necro, I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with him. This dude is crazy with the bars. Uh, he has a new song out called Jewish Gangsters. Okay. Okay. They go hard, man, because he's actually Jewish himself. And so, you know, he kind of throws a lot of Jewish slang in there. I mean, but, you know, he always got some hard, uh, hardcore bars. I know, he nice. I mm -hmm. had to give it to him. And then yeah, he, he does a lot of hardcore type yeah, stuff. You know nah, he mean? nice. He nice. Yeah. You're going to hear about chopping heads and blood and guts and all that type of shit in his rhymes. You know what I mean? So, shout out to Necro. Yep, yep. All right, so let's move on to some topics. Uh, first, I want to give a shout-out to the Universal Hip Hop Museum Oh yeah, uh, that's going to be opening up in the Bronx. They uh, just had their groundbreaking ceremony um, within the past 48 hours, and a lot of, lot of big-time rappers showed up, man. You know, a lot of classic ones like MC Debbie D, she was there, you know what I mean? MC Shaw Shaw Rock was oh, there. Oh, I shouted her out on my Instagram. I said, looking good, queen. She liked my joint. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Yeah, Shaw Rock is pretty cool. She's um, responded to a couple of our um, posts on trying yeah, to pop man. a couple of times. So, because yeah. she had invited us to come to uh, one of her um, Shaw Rock days in New York uh, one time. And it was right, right before the pandemic jumped off. So, I was like, you know, dang. Because I was like, maybe we can try to, you know, go see her. She was doing some shows here in the South, something like that. So, anyway, uh, so, yeah, she was there. Uh, Nas was there. I saw yeah, Nas. that was awesome. I think I saw Diddy in the audience. <clears throat> um, Swiss Beats, I think, was there. I saw a bunch of um, big-name people. Uh, dang, I can't remember. It was like two or, uh, two or three more. I want to say MC Light, uh, Fat Joe. Yeah, um, Fat that's the one I saw, Fat Joe with uh, Shot Rock. Yeah. Yeah. And Busy B, I think, was there. Wow, uh, the ball. The yeah, bag, man. That's my dude. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, shout out to them, man. I'm glad they finally had that because, um, you know, they've been talking about the museum for a long yeah, time. That was much, that is, this is much needed. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be fully open until 2023. Okay. So, that shows you what kind of big project they're trying to do. They're trying to make this a huge project, not just some old rinky-dink you in there and out in five minutes, you know what I mean? Nah. This is going to be a huge project, so they're taking the time to get it done right, you know what I mean? So, yeah, shout me, out to them. Yeah, let me throw the applause on <laughs> Yes, sir. Yeah, man. I, it's just really good to see 
artists coming together for like because the thing of it is hip hop is just something so big. Yeah. Like it's big even like it's bigger than the biggest artists if you really think about it. Right. Like how big this thing is. Yeah. And what has really played in people's life. People that don't really like it still have to succumb to it. Right. If you really think about it. Exactly. Because it's just, it's everywhere, man. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. We as black people, original melanated people created. Yeah, man. And never forget that. Yep. It's the most influential never music out there right now. And we created rock, jazz, even fucking classical Mozart's black. I didn't know if you knew that or not, but Mozart's black. <laughs> Motherfucker. You know, I heard uh, my man Beethoven was black. I, I heard, heard he that black. too. Yeah, I need to research that. But I, I heard, heard he about that too. I don't know for sure, but I heard that. Anyway, um, I wanted to touch a little bit on the uh, whole situation with the Joe Button podcast and how he fired Rory and Maul um, real quick. Uh, as far as I know, it seems like they might be doing their own uh, podcast now. Hey, let me clap that yeah, up. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that because I, I, I think it was uh, Maul who put on his Instagram page a logo that said Rory and Maul, and it looks like the start of something that's supposed to be, you know, their their whole show, whether it's a podcast or, or a vlog, I don't know, but it's going to be something. And Maul, just to, just to shout you out, the way you do your hat, the NY joint is cool. But you need to have that inverted because that's your trademark, man. Yeah. And I think people would gravitate, you know, towards that. They'd be like, oh, that's yeah. just dope. Yeah. Just I'm throwing that out there. Just throwing it you out there. It. You can take you know, it. You take it. That's a free one. If we see it, we'll know it came from. Yeah, yeah. That's a free one. <laughs> yeah, that's a free one. Money. We just want. We just yeah, want we just wanted like, hey, shout out them two niggas on the podcast. Right. Came up with that idea. Yeah, it's man. And, uh, you know, anybody who's um, checking us out, please don't forget, share this, invite anybody you know to the podcast. If yep. you know anybody who loves hip-hop, authentic hip-hop, you know, hip-hop culture, you know, whether it's old school or new, you know, we support all good hip-hop. You old know what school, I mean? new school, yeah. old school. Bro. Yeah, if this shit is whack, you know, I can't do nothing yeah, for you. But do I don't care what year you was born, you could have been born in 2001. If you're doing, too, if you're doing good hip-hop, you're doing good hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, um... But yeah, just hit those buttons, like, share, and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. All right. All right. So, um, but yeah, what do you think? You um, do you think they'll they'll go ahead and do a podcast? Uh, they more? need to, man. It, it's just even the uh, I know I hear I heard the trash of people saying like, yeah, well, we didn't really know about them before Joe Joe put right. them on this that the third. But the thing of it is, and don't get me wrong, Joe could replace them. I, I get that. But I really think as far as the chemistry and stuff goes, Roy and Maul have good... They made the show. Yeah. They really made the show. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I did tune in for... I did tune in for Joe. But sometimes some shit that Maul was saying was like real cool. Roy is more on like the business side. I mean, he was a fanboy too on certain things like DMX and things like that. Um... But on the business side, sometimes listen to Roy. Like, yeah, it's cool. It was a good balance. Right. It really was a good balance. It was, it was good. You know, you had two. Yeah, two black people in there. You had technically two white because Parks is you know is a part of. It. And let me let me let me say this shit here. Um, Parks, if you listening, which I know you probably not, 
But if you are, you probably need to shut the fuck up. I'm just going to tell you that right now. You don't need to be in it. If you, if you, what I'm referencing to is Maul and Roy's rebuttal when they were talking about putting the money into back into the right. podcast. Maul kept saying, parks, mm, parks, yeah. parks. Yeah, emphasizing you that. need to shut the fuck up because yeah. you might get hurt. Yeah. And I'm not saying that as a threat. I'm just saying, like, to me, this is two friends fighting. You know what I'm saying? And I, and from Park's perspective, and I didn't mean to jump on this, no, but from Park's perspective, I can understand rolling with, okay, this is the dude that pay me. This is the dude that give me stuff. Yeah. This is the dude. I'm going to roll with that dude. But to really show loyalty... This this is back. This is like a marriage. Yeah. If you think about it, if you think about it, because I I have actually went through this with a friend. When they wife their wife or a spouse they break up, the one dude wants you to do so much stuff, and then they're gonna end up hurting you. They're gonna get back together, and you gonna get hurt. Right. This is what's gonna happen. In the parks we don't shut the fuck up. Yeah. He should just leave it alone. Yeah. He should. You know, and it's cool if he rob a Joe. That's fine. But don't say shit. Right. It's like, oh, okay, you know, all right, yeah. all right. Yeah, you know, and just do your job, be behind the board. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's it. But yeah, you parks need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I He's going to get hurt. Because he... He's he going to get know, hurt. And I'm going to say this. This is my opinion about the whole Joe Button podcast in general. Joe Button, I never was that big into Joe. I only watched the podcast if they, number one, if they talked about a certain topic I just yeah. wanted to hear about. Or number two, they said Joe spazzed out about something. Because, you know, with him being bipolar, which he has said that himself, I'm not just saying that, uh, you know, he has that maniacal side of him that just kind of loses, you know, himself and goes in. So sometimes you just tune in just for a little drama. But other than that, I really wasn't that big on the podcast. And for me, Rory and Maul brought a balance to him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. When he was too I much up here, they you know, they would kind of bring it back down to where, you know, they, they work right right in the middle. Instead of always just being Joe and going crazy and all of that shit. You know, not that he was going crazy, crazy, but you know, I'm just saying. Sometimes he uh he goes in a little too hard. I'm a, you know. I'll go No, I'm just gonna say that's what uh Mess him up with Eminem, you know what I mean? So Well, that's another thing, too, that a lot of people were saying while listening to some other folks. And a lot of people say, you know, sometimes the common factor was Joe. The yeah. state in the union thing, that was Joe. Everyday struggle, that was Joe. Like, a slaughterhouse could have been the possibly one of the greatest hip-hop groups ever. Yeah. It was Joe. Even, you know what I'm saying? And... And the thing of it is, it's just like... Now, the only thing I will say about with Maul and Roy is like, you know, what what you think... You know, you see this pattern. What makes y'all special? You know what I'm saying? As far as like the whole, oh, and he ain't gonna do and shit on us. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Joe just don't have any loyalty to anybody. Right, and right. let me say this real quick too. Joe's rant... Some of the rants I respect, like that shit that he did with Charlemagne when he was talking about, like, you know, working and doing the whole thing and how, like, you know, Joe's the owner of his stuff and then, like, Charlemagne, he still gets a check from, I forgot, whoever whoever works over iHeart. 
and the in the nine in the hot oh, no 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 hot ninety seven it's a one what is it because hot ninety seven is Ebro but the other I can't remember but anywho he still gets a check for them it's like yeah we're not the same so I like those rants yeah. but when it came to something like and we talked about this you know when uh, Leon Cohen. Or should I say LC so we don't get yeah, fucking blocked? Right. But anyway, so we don't get the, right. the, the little two cents we get, we don't right. get demonetized. Shut y'all niggas up. Right. Fuck y'all. But anyway, so when LC, you know, when someone brought up LC, particularly Dame Dash, when he brought him up and, t- you know, that whole thing that happened in 2017, he was like, well, you know, I respect both of these men. I'm not going to talk bad about these men. But when it comes to somebody else, like when it's something else, and especially when it, how trivial it is, yeah. it's like, ha, 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 you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. yo, yo, why are you spazzing out on them like exactly. that? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? How come you ain't spazzing out on Cohen? Right. Exactly. Well, I mean, well, I know why. Don't get me wrong. I know why, but why not? Why not? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I agree. So, so I it's, agree. it's just... It just it just those type of things. Yeah, it's just funny. But yeah, man. I mean, it is what it is, man. But I, I wish Rory and Maul, uh, you know, the best of yeah. luck. And I really, yeah. I hope that they get to really find their niche when it comes to this podcasting thing. Because I mean, they, you know, I will say most of the energy of the show did come from Joe. So they they were just there to kind of balance him out. You know, when he got too energetic, you know, okay, let's let's normalize it for a minute so hopefully they can find some sort of energy or or niche that will help them to stand out so they won't just be some other podcast you know what i mean i think they'll offer great perspectives on stuff i just hope that they can find something that'll help them stand out so that it's not just yeah it's just some couple of guys well they now i will say this even them sitting down and talking they they definitely have good chemistry yeah um that's one thing i will say about that yeah they do yeah i have to admit though i always thought it was weird you know the whole setup of the joe button podcast with the two on the couch and the one high chair oh yeah yeah Yeah, that was just like i don't understand that you know and i think they did have some back and forth about that over the years or whatever but Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure they got past it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I always just thought it was weird. But, anyway, um, you know, like I said, best of luck to them. I, I will definitely check it out if they do a podcast. Speaking of podcasts, I almost forgot. Y'all really need to check out um, Dave Chappelle's new podcast. Yeah, I've been meaning to check that yeah, out. Yeah, with Most Def and uh, Tal- uh, Yasin Bey. Yeah. Yasin Bey and Tyler Kwali is what I meant to say. I'm saying it all wrong. So that and that loom it said it's a luminary is that uh that's the app you have to download? I think so. I know they have a, a Facebook excuse me, Instagram page where you don't get the whole show or anything. Yeah. They give you some small clips, but yeah, I think you either have to download that or some other app to watch it. Yeah. Um but it's called the Midnight uh dang it, I forgot that quick. The Midnight something. How many episodes they have already? Probably like less than five, you know. Okay. Maybe like two or three, if anything. Yeah, I'll definitely um, check that out, man. So, yeah. but yeah, I, the snippets I've heard sound really good. So anyway, um, but yeah, did you want to talk a little bit about Biggie before we? Uh, well, know? before we talk about Biggie, let's talk about the verses because you know last we week we didn't yeah, we didn't get that. to talk about that. Yeah. So I didn't watch the full. I didn't get to watch the full verses. Yeah, I did. I just today 
happen to watch the recap. That's one thing that Hot 97 does. Yeah. Fairly decent. So I'll come, you know, I'll go back and check those out. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, but so by listening to what they were saying, they were saying that Escape won because of they had more of the performance mm. and the personality, but they were saying as far as like on Wax, SWV won because right. they had a little better records. And that's the same thing I said. I said basically for the show's purpose of Versus, Escape took the took it because mm. you know they did they they performed and. They sounded better. They harmonized better. Uh, SWV sound like they were just like, oh, I didn't really want to do this, but all right, let me just see if I can get my throat right. You know that kind of thing. It wasn't. They, they weren't really looking forward to performing, but Escape was just like, oh yeah, hit it, girls. You know, and they started doing their thing. Well, <laughs> well, from what I understand, this is what they this is what they said on Hot Nine Seven allegedly. I think one of the singers from SWV just happened to sing a traumatic experience before getting there. Okay, okay. And that's why they were kind that of make sense. out of it. They might have mentioned it, but I can't remember. Honestly, yeah. I can't remember if they said that or not. But but I don't think might, it was. Right. I don't think it was a slight towards Escape. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, you probably but yeah. Might. It was crazy. That I didn't know like um like uh. Old Girl Candy and all them, like, man, they had all the, um, you know, all the hits they did to Beyonce, yeah, like the Destiny the Child, the Scrubs, yeah. all that, like, oh. dang, man, them some, them some joints, cause yeah, I mean, them, no I ain't gonna lie, them, you love it or hate it, they was everywhere, yeah, man. no Scrubs, that, that was, and some of the new one. shit they had, like, newer shit, they yeah. had, oh, yeah, so, yeah, they, uh, definitely, um, Get a lot of credit for that, you know what I mean? But yeah, they. And only other thing I think that could have made the um, verses even better is if they had more special guests. Because my I mean, like like with SWV had they bought out Wu Tang. Oh, oh, if they had brought, if they at least had Method oh Man God. there with his verse. Man, but they said old girl rapped the verse. So they said mm-hmm. she did a good job. She did. She did. I give it to her. Yeah. But it was just like you know anybody who's familiar with the song, it's like you see well, as soon as you hear that beat. And you know the intro, and you're like, oh, I, I hope she bring out Wu-Tang. And, you know, so your mind is already like, Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang. So it's like, she rapped, but it was like, oh, this is cool, but Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang, you know what I mean? But yeah, it was, I mean, and that, that song right there is just dope, because it really mm-hmm. had, I like the whole aesthetic of it, because it's, it's, it was a new, prior at the time, it was a newer up-tempo beat, yeah. but you had the old school, like the Freedom Sample joint from like the you know the party joint from uh Mel, you know from the Melly Mel Fanta, you know Furious right. Five, mm-hmm. so it, it it was really you know like a really ode to the you know the old school the pioneers right. that exactly. made it. So yeah, that was a really you know well thought out song. Yeah, so yeah, I thought they did. It was good overall. It was just you know like like Escape has a real. Um, Famous song with MC Light, so like had oh brought, yeah yeah I heard had they yeah. brought her out man yeah because they played the song yeah but uh you know it's like if you could have just got her I know that would have been dope you know what I mean Cause so she, you know MC Light ain't really touring or anything as far as I know yeah so they had Jermaine Dupri come yeah, out and did. then uh, did the brat come out she did yeah uh, she came out one time so that was dope too um but that was the only two guests they had you know both yeah. of them was for Escape so um you know 
Yeah, but that's so you know that's so so death. So so death, man. So 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 funkified. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I wonder if they if the who the, if the brat would do one, which it'd be kind of tough though. But yeah, I don't know who could go up against her that would be around the same uh, status as her. That would be a hard one, but yeah, you know. I don't know who the next verse is going to be. They haven't really made any announcements. Um, well, I mean, because the thing of it is, like, things are going to be opening back up. So, right. like, what would be the... I mean, they could probably still, still do it right. and have more people. Yeah. I feel... I think it's still good for culture-wise. I yeah. think they should still do it. But, you know, because even if things open back up, you know, people are looking forward to this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, those who can't afford to go to concerts sometimes, you know, it's like, okay, I'm getting kind of a little bit of a free concert. Yeah. You know, some of my favorite artists, blah, blah, blah. So, you know. And even sometimes a little drama gets thrown in there. So, you know. Um, but, yeah, I'm, 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 they had a list of more uh, verses, but they just, you know, they've been kind of hush-hush about them lately. So. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. But, um, but yeah, uh, you know. Did you want to talk a little bit about Biggie before we go into Kwame Brown? Baby, baby. You know. So, let's first of all, birthday, give know. him, yeah, the round of applause for Biggie. <laughs> Happy belated birthday. Yeah, man. They said he would have been 49 today. Dang. 49, man. So, yeah, man. Oh. I, You know, it would have really been great if Biggie was still here. It's yeah. Just, it's just sad, man. Like, a lot of these, like, I was talking to a friend. The other day, it's like all these rappers are dying. Like, you know, we talk about Black Rob, Shock G. Yeah. And it's like, man, I, I want my I want my rappers to live old like the old rock and roll heads. Like, exactly. I want them to have a long life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, some of them, they die a little young, too. But, like, some of the old rockers, like, I want them to be like, uh, what's my man from Rolling Stone? Keith, uh... Is it oh, Keith? uh, Keith... Not Keith Urban. Uh, Keith Richards? Keith Richards. Yeah, yeah. I want, yeah, I want them to live that long, you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, love them or hate them, you know what I'm saying? It's they should... Legend, yeah. So, yeah, man. Yeah, man. It, it's just crazy that... I mean, and I was just listening to some Biggie shit uh, today. It's like, man, like, I was listening to the Duets album. Okay. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay. And from there, I was like, man, this mug could have rocked in any era. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, 2015, or 2050, excuse me, yeah, man, people probably still be throwing on Biggie records. Oh, man. yeah. Because oh, yeah. it's just something, man, the voice and just the, the lyrics and the aesthetics, it's like, it still sounds like he here. Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. I mean... It would have been huge, man, to still have him in the in the industry. I think he would have done a lot more collaborations. I do think that you were right. I think he would have eventually left Bad Boy. Because, you know, once you realize, you know, Puffy, I mean, he cool, but sometimes he be dicking people over with that uh, money, take man. Take that, take that. You know? Take that. So I think eventually he would have left. But, they call you know. me Sean Love, baby. <laughs> Sean Love. I think uh, I think he would have still been successful without Bad Boy. You know, he would have oh, just, definitely. once he got with the right producers, get some Primo in there, you know what I mean? Get some people like RZA to jump in there. Alchemist type people, man, listen. Oh, Biggie and Alchemist? Oh, God, man, man that has been Alchemist? crazy. That has been fucking crazy, man. Speaking of the Alchemist, <laughs> I just saw a post on oh, the Alchemist yeah, page yeah, yeah. today. He playing them games, man. He said that he actually did a secret album, dropped it on YouTube, 
under a false name and even the song titles got false names and talking about nobody found it yet. I'm like, damn, you got to give us some clues, bro. How are we yeah. supposed to know how to what to look for? You know what I mean? I tried to do some searching, but I couldn't find anything. So I'm kind of uh, anxious to hear what that sound like, man. You man, know what I mean? Because you know that's going to be hot, man. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, we're just going to search. We're going to do what his initials because mm-hmm. he probably did it under his initials or maybe his name backwards. Right, we're something. We're going to figure something out. You know what I mean? We're going to find out. But that, that, was, that was very clever for him to do that. Yeah, he didn't even say when he dropped it. He just said, you know, we threw an album up on YouTube and none of y'all found it yet. I'm like, shit. How nah, are we supposed to that's, do that? Now, you know what, though? That's, that's, that's gangster right, right. there. That's, that is so gangster. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you pretty much so successful that, like, I ain't worried about the money on this. Right. I just go see if people can find it. I'm not going to tell you nothing about it. So you're going to actually have people trying to search it. Right. Ask, man, let me. Out. My man. One of the greatest. And, you know, we were talking about, too, like, and we'll get back to Biggie, but we, man, I, I really hate Prodigy died, man. Yeah. We're coming up on, what, this would be like the fourth? Uh, fifth year, was it? It was 2017, so this is fourth yeah, year. Yeah, it'd be the fourth year. Mm-hmm. And when we really started the podcast, we started the podcast literally like a couple of weeks before, before he died. He passed, yeah. But it's like, man, him, Alchemist and Prodigy, they had, I, I feel personally, they had the best chemistry. Yeah. Like, you could tell, like, their chemistry was just like, it was on another level. Yeah. Even though Prodigy may not have been, you know, like the, you know, the MC that he was. Right. But you could tell that they gelled together very well. Exactly. And shout out to Muggs, too. Cause Muggs, yeah. Muggs told, because, you know, Muggs, Alchemist was under Muggs from Cypress Hill. And yeah. Muggs told him, like, yeah, man, y'all might want to work. You might want to work with Prodigy, man. Y'all be yeah. good together. I, I mean, you had to give that to Muggs to really have that insight yep. to really see that. Yeah, some yeah. people got a special ear and, and all that insight, like you said, that they can just say, these two should be together. And it works out perfectly. Yeah. So, you know. That but, I mean, don't get me, and don't get me wrong, everybody that's on Alchemist Project, I mean, could pretty much rock. I'm, well, I don't know about the Eminem one, and I'm not shitting on them. But I just, I just think at that time, it just, you know, that wave is kind of gone. Yeah. And I, I think more, more with Alchemist, he's more of a, he's more like reality rap, and them ain't really reality rap as far as like now the horrorcore, yeah, but he's not like reality rap like like P. Right, like right. he ain't fucking. Right. You know, I'm coming from the stale place. You're in the other southern right. sphere. You know, what I'm saying that crazy rhyme style. You know, straight blunted. Other suckers try to thug it. You know, what I'm yeah. saying like Prodigy was like that nigga. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying so. Like just talking, like talking mad shit, but also talking like like painting these pictures. Yeah, man. And like M, like <clears throat> M is M is nice. I'm not gonna take that away from him. Of course. But it's just that you know he. Like the way those beats kind of like with the Gazelle stuff, that's how they was. They was, you know, they more in the streets. They more, yeah. you know, and those beats, the way they dusted and stuff, yeah, they man. work like that. Oh, so. yeah. 
I man, damn, we trying to talk talk <laughs> about big. We kind of just man, damn. That's how that happened, man. When you yeah. talk about hip hop, man, you can't help but go off on a little tangent. Yeah, man. Sometime, but you know, Biggie, man. Um, you know, I just just to give him some uh, shout outs, man. I I just want to name a few of my favorite Biggie songs, man. Um, Give me the loot was an instant classic for me when I first when his album first came out. I was like, I think it was like. It was right in the beginning now, my second or third song, if I remember correctly. But mm-hmm. I remember that was the one that really hit me hard. I was like, yo, this shit is bumping. And I didn't even realize that was him doing the alter ego voice at first. Yeah, I didn't know, you know that what I mean? at until first. you told me that. Yeah. On the motherfucking podcast. Yeah, it was And like, then I kept listening. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the more you listen to it, but it was like, you know, it took me a, a couple of years and somebody mentioned it to me. And I was like, so wait a minute, that was Biggie? I was like, and I went I back and was, to it. I thought that was Fat Man Scoot. That's yeah, who I thought it was. It sounded like him, but you know who also sounded like my man from Lords of the Underground. Uh, uh oh, Mr. Funky. Yeah. So uh, I was like, I could see it being him, but he never gave a real name. So I'm like, you know. And I remember, I remember when I owned the album. I remember looking in the credits to see who it was, but it never had a name. So I just assumed maybe it was some friend of his who just, you know, yeah, they just like get on the truck, yeah. yeah. So that's, but it wasn't until years later that I found out it was Biggie. I was like, oh, that was some, that was some dope. That's shit. crazy. So that that was to let you know how how creative Biggie was. That's that I mean? Gemini, man. right? That's what that is. Gemini. That's that. That's that Gemini <laughs> energy, man. Yeah, man. So he he. Has anybody else done anything since that? I don't think so. Not like that. Because I mean, really, if you think about that, man, like people people do these videos like. I seen one like, oh, you know, Biggie ain't the goat because he ain't had but one album. But man, give me the loot, man. Listen. Come on, man. You know, I mean, and I'm not knocking that video, but what I'm yeah. saying, man, like someone doing shit like that. Yeah, I mean, he and he was kind of like what what gives him that goat status is there's so many different elements to him. There's that creative element, like you said, with the give me the loot. There's a storytelling element. Yep. He can tell a story. There's the bars element. You know, he can get the lyricism. There's the battling element. He's not scared to battle anybody. You know, I mean, he got so many different Balance. elements. Balance, yeah. yeah. So, that's one thing. That's why Biggie is, honestly, I can rock with him when people say he was one of the GOATs. Now, I don't, I won't say he was the GOAT, like he was the best rapper in the world. Nah. But, you know, I call a lot of people the GOAT. You know, I call Nas a GOAT. You yeah. know what I mean? Biggie a GOAT. You know, Jay's a GOAT. You know what I mean? So, you know, we got a few of them out there. You know what I mean? So, uh, but he he's just one of the GOATs to me. So, anyway, um, but yeah, give me the loot. Uh, and what's my other one? Um, not Warning, uh, but it was off the first album. Oh, yeah, um, fuck the phone. Machine Gun Phone. No, it wasn't oh, Machine Phone. Uh, but yo, that mix that him and DJ Premier did, I love uh-huh. about the phone. The, the Machine Gun Phone joint. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that goes hard. Yeah. That goes hard. Sample that Lords of the Underground. I live for the phone. I live for the phone. I live for the phone. Man, Biggie was just so dope, man. I, one of my favorites from his second album was the one he did with um, Bone Thugs. Course. And he uh he, he emulated their rhyme style to kind of rap a little bit on a different flow. And I thought that was really dope because, you know, a lot of artists can't really stretch themselves to do something like that. They're like, nah, this the way I rap, son. You know, I can't do that. You know, I got I to gotta stay in this lane. And he didn't believe in doing that. You know what I mean? That's what I liked about him. 
Uh, Redman is another one that does stuff like that. Um, you know, Nas, I've heard him do stuff. Nas did a song where he did an alter ego voice, but it wasn't a back and forth. It was... Um, I think probably DMX is probably another... Cause did he did the Damien thing? Yeah, he did. Yeah, because yeah. I think he probably did that. Because I, like, with the whole Damien, yeah, that's my man, shit. Yeah. Right. Bro, that's my man. I thought I was your man. Man, right. we're going to have trouble up ahead. I think, <laughs> but yeah, it definitely wasn't. I mean, no respect to DMX. Rest in peace. God yeah. bless the dead. Yeah, man, it wasn't no give me the loot. Right. <sighs> so, you know, Biggie, man, he, he just, he always outdid himself, man. So, in any track that he was featured on, he always stood out. So, Anytime you heard Biggie name, it could be like 50 other rappers on there, and you'd be like, I just can't wait to hear Biggie part. You know what I mean? Oh, hell, my joint, uh, speaking of, uh, God bless Heavy D, God bless the dead. Yeah. But the who's on the microphone, man, I bumped that to this man, thing. I, I bring drama you. like I spit on your mama. Cannibalistic <laughs> like a nigga Jeffy drama. I'm a caterpillar, conversilla, drug dealer. That big yo, that shit go hard. Yes, sir. <laughs> yo, yes, sir. I kind of fucked up a couple of words. Yeah, I'll get that idea. I get like that idea. was that dude, man. Who's on the microphone? A bunch of niggas. Who's on the microphone? It had like Guru on there, yeah. man. It was like, man, it's just crazy. Like how many? Yeah. Like, hey, man. he did some dope collabos. Uh, yeah, dude, man. Did, uh, remember the Don't Curse joint? He had Coogee rap on there. Grand Poobah. He- Heavy D really don't get. Enough props, man, he because he know. really, really, the the thing of it is, Heavy D was kind of like a dude, like, he did underground, he was one of the few that did underground shit, yeah. commercial shit, yeah. pop shit, and, and like, reggae. yeah, and he did all that shit, mm-hmm. and then people, but people didn't really say, oh, he was selling out, it's like, oh, it's Heavy D, right. like, they just, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, yeah. he was that good, yeah. He was that yeah, good, he man. Had, he had lost a lot of weight right before he died. Was slimming down, you know, trying to get himself right. But I remember when I heard he passed away. I had hurt, man. I don't yeah, know, man. Shit, the industry need have, man. Yeah, have was that dude. He was that all around dude. So, but yeah, and then you know he was real cool with Biggie. He was actually in one of Biggie's videos. Uh, what was it? One more chance. I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So yeah, Biggie, man. Just you know, we just wanted to give him a few moments. You have anything you want to say? Special about uh about Biggie before we uh close the uh show out. Ah uh, man, like I said, you know, just you know, Biggie was just an incredible talent. It's just really sad that you know because of things that happened what twenty plus what twenty five years ago. Yeah, and like that, you know, that ended this chapter, and it just. You know, and we got to, you know, with Pop too. You know, them being close, right? You know, in the in the history. Uh, it's just really sad that those two young men was, you know, gunned down. Yeah. Because I think they they really, they really, yeah, they, I think the whole energy of hip hop the way it is now could definitely be a whole lot different than what it is today. Right. Right. Because I think they had things in place. Yeah. And speaking of another topic, man, that's one thing I was talking about my, you know, my cousin about, like. You know, we we were talking about like you know you know the you know it's like the South is running it. Everybody you know, right? And ain't you know the East ain't running it no more. Like they trying to dismantle the East, like with New York rap. You know, New York rap. But the thing of it is, it's like man, really other what what trips me out is other artists really should be pushing for New York to be New York. 
Right. And the reason being is not because like, oh, you know, everything got to be boom bap. That's not what I'm saying. But the fact that, and this is just my personal opinion. And when I say this, I'm a dude from the South. I'm country as hell. Fish and grits, all that pimp shit. You know what I mean? Right. All that. But the thing of it is, New York, if you understand the culture and where it came from, the fundamentals, the New York has the foundation. Breaking, MCing, DJing, mm-hmm. graffiti writing. That they had the foundation. That hip hop it wasn't just music. It's a culture. And that's what people don't understand. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong, all all the other people doing their stuff, that's cool. Like the West right. the West took it, did they decoration with it. You know, down south, like, you know, Pimp C, God bless the dead. You know, yeah, they got yeah. they they had and that was some good music to come oh, out yeah. of that stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That you have, you know, the ATL, you know, you know, yeah. you think about like it's TI, TI, Luda, the Midwest. Oh, and we gotta send prayers to uh Tech Nine, man. I, I don't know if he got in a wreck or right. accident. I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. Last I saw this video and he was like in a wheelchair. I hoping oh, wow. he's all right. I don't know if he would got an accident right. or anything, but yeah, shut the prayers to Tech Nine, man. Because yeah, he definitely. was de- he was definitely a staple, man. Yeah, Especially man. like for this man to not have nothing. Right. And went platinum and he ain't even like main mainstream. Right. Yeah, salute my man. Yeah, so, man. He's been on songs with some of the biggest people too. Yeah, so yeah, man, I just you know, going going along with big and stuff, it's like we really need to keep the original sound of hip hop and you know what I'm saying, and and, and let and if you're from the if you from New York you want to imitate these guys from the South or Midwest or whatever, that's cool. Go ahead, do you? But I'm I'm like I stand with Granddaddy IU on this man. Let's let's be let's you know the boom bap. Let those let, let those foundations stand. Like let yeah. us let us rap the way that we rap. And I think that's what the industry is just doing, man. They just like we want y'all to do cookie cutter stuff, and it wasn't like that. Right, right. Like it was okay for you to have a boom bap, but then you go. And have like the sound of like a Uncle Luke. Right. That was fine. It's okay to have different stuff. Yeah. It's okay to do different things. I think it was um Freddie Fox, I think. It was either him or somebody um just recently put a post on their Twitter or Instagram. I think it was Twitter. And he was saying, um, he's like, What happened? He was like, after two thousand and ten, every rapper just started sounding the same. Yeah. He's like they were just trying to copy each other back and forth. And I, you know, I think I just put an answer on, under there. I just said it's the cookie cutter effect. You know, yeah. what I mean? for some reason, that's all they want to do now. And then it, it's not in um not the cut. Go ahead. No, no, I was it. But yeah, it's I'm, it's not just in hip hop. It's in other music too. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I had a friend. You know, he was telling me like country. You know, yeah. Some country songs that came out within like five years, and what the dude did, he like it was a song they were they're singing singing and stuff. Yeah. But they blended the five songs and it sounded like the same damn mm-hmm. song. I'm yep. like, yep. It's, but it's, it's like, crazy. oh, it works. It right. works. This is what works. You it know what works. I mean? That's the excuse now. This is what works. You know what I mean? So let's just yeah. roll with that. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm not with that, man. Because if I wanted that again, I'll go back and listen to the original nah. artist who did it. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, so. that's going back to big. Going back to big, man. Like, on his, um, on the documentary, he came out and he said, hey, man, like, you know, his mom was like, 
you know, you do a lot of profanity on the album, this, that, and the third. Yeah. It's like, look, no one under 35, nobody yeah, under 35. She yeah. didn't want to listen to the album at first. Yeah, so no one under 35 should listen to this. Yeah. I mean, at that time, and you know, respectfully so, because right. the, the conversations and the stuff that he was listening to, you know what I'm saying? He was trying to curate that right? to make, you know what I'm saying, to make the album. Yeah, and he did a hell of a job, man. He did, man. Yeah. Um, I remember I saw that on a documentary. His mom said, I think a friend of hers was like, did you hear all of your son's album? She was like, what? She was like, yeah, he cursing up a storm. <laughs> she, was like, <laughs> she, was like, she listened to it. She was like, uh, I can't listen to that no more. But, you know, I mean, you know, I get it. You know what I mean? Because she's from a generation that just didn't want to hear that. Yeah. She's from that, you know, that 50s and 60s generation. Yeah, everything's clean. Right. Everything clean. was clean cut. So it was just it was just good music. And, I mean, our music was good music, but we just felt like we wanted to express ourselves a little more, you know, aggressive. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we had a lot more aggression coming out of uh, because our of, generation. Well, I mean, because of the times and what was happening. Right. You know, what was happening and stuff. I mean, even Big said that in, in the documentary. It's like, yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody, um, you know, when he was talking about hustling on the streets right. and stuff, he was just saying, like, yeah, I, I wanted to do, go the right way. I wanted to do a trade school or go to, like, architect and design. I said, but the thing of it is, when I would start hitting them, I start hitting them things and selling and stuff, Right. It's like, shoot, I, don't even, I didn't think about school. Right. And right. it's like, with that going on, like, what can you rap about? Right. Like, you can't rap. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Now, shout out to Hammer. Hammer kind of, you know what I'm saying, didn't bring that life. You know, and and then, too, now, granted, it was a different time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was a different time. So Definitely a different time, man. Uh, speaking of Hammer, you remember when he uh, came out with that little diss record where he uh, dissed everybody? Um What's it called? The Funky Headhunter. You remember that? Huh? Yeah. When was this? This was like, you know, a lot of people remember that third base was dissing him. Yeah, yeah. Third base, LL Cool J. Uh, everybody. I think Ice Cube threw a shot at him. A um, bunch of people. And so on his next album after that, uh, he came out with this song called The Funky Headhunter. Yeah. Where he uh, dissed everybody. You know what I mean? So yeah. he, um, he dissed uh, all of the people like he dissed uh, CL Smooth and Pete Rock. Oh, dang. Run, Run DMC, Redman. I think a bunch of people. You know, anybody oh. who pretty much called him out. Redman Red Man told him, yeah, Hammer Gangsta. You got to right. respect him. Yeah. He came up there, and Red and Hammer came up there, and he did some stuff. I forgot what he said, but he said, yes, sir. <laughs> Redman was like, yes, sir. Yes. Redman ain't nobody punk. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. Because I've seen Redman go ham on some people before. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he said he had to respect that, man. Because, you know what I mean? If a dude approach you like that, you know, he mean business. You know, so at least Hammond had to go to approach him and just say, hey, that wasn't cool what you did. You yeah, know what I mean? my man, third base, he was up there saying, like, yeah, Hammond had hits out on those. Right. <laughs> yeah, he said they was on the airplane headed out to the West Coast. And they were getting calls like, yeah, y'all don't want to come out here, bro. Man, <laughs> yeah. that, man that's crazy. Yeah, Hammond was. I don't know about that one though, cause they say like search like the lie, but yeah, I don't know. He does. I don't know. <laughs> being that you know Hammer stepped to Red Man like that, I could see that kind of happening. Maybe yeah. he called in some favors or whatever. So, but um, but yeah. So anyway, man, uh, you know, as far as um, Biggie goes, I didn't really have anything else to say about him. 
Uh, did you have any other songs of his that you wanted to mention or anything? Yeah, man. Kick in the door. Kick in the door. Kick in was... the door. We've in the 4-4. That's a good one because yeah. that one, they say, you know, he was dissing some people in there. Wu-Tang. Nas. Yeah. You know, because him and Nas had like this friendly back and forth thing going yeah. on. And uh, it wasn't nothing serious, just more so. I want to be the king of New York. No, I want to be the king. You know what I mean? And so yeah, Ray and uh, yeah, Ray and Ghost wanted to be. They felt that they was the king of New right. York. Right? They uh, he yeah. dissed them. And, you know, he had a thing with J. Rue the Damager. So they said he might be dissing him on there because um, J. Rue had kind of threw a shot at Bad Boy, but he wasn't. Really yeah, because of the shiny right, and all the shiny that stuff. Suits and all yeah. That. So you know, everybody picks on Bad Boy for that. You know, I ain't mad at him. I mean, I get what they were trying to do, but it's just like. Puff, that's your thing. You know, he's like, because Puff is from Harlem, and Harlem swag in Manhattan is a lot different than other yeah. boroughs. So Harlem is all about the the swag, the fur coats, and flossing with a lot more fancy clothes. So I can see why he wanted to do that. But not everybody comes from that. Like, if you're in Brooklyn, you're not thinking about fancy. You're thinking Tim's and, yeah, you know, hoodies rugged, and, you know, yeah. rugged stuff. You know what I mean? Gold chains, rope chains, you know, not necessarily flashy gold, but just big gold, you know what I mean? So, but anyway, um, so that's why I think he did that. Anyway, you want to talk about Kwame Brown before we wrap it up? Man, some people got to leave when we talk about Kwame Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you right Yeah, I can work some of the things he said. Uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So we might have to water it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Becky with the good hand, yeah. boy. So but yeah, man, hey, I'm going to say this, though. I'm going to say this. On my mama, I'm going to get his jersey, right? I'm going to get his number. Yeah. On the front. But on the back, it got to say hashtag mama's cookie. Yeah. For real. Yeah, yeah, because that's dope, For man. For real. That's, that's dope. That was, yo, he because it mom, yeah, you come up here, he tried to do something, but let me tell you, my mama's cooking. <laughs> I got all the recipe. Yeah. <laughs> when he said that, y'all, yeah, oh, man. yo, no, no, what tripped me up the most was uh, my man, he talked about back burns. Yeah. Mars, excuse me. He talked about, yeah, man, that, you know, Derek, Derek Fish, old country nigga, come up there, took your wife. And you over here, you're trying to jump your own gate. Yeah. So, man, you got trying to jump your old gate right. to get in your house? To get to your house. He's talking about, he talking about, and dang, you got, and you going to mess up your foot. Mess it up the whole season. And you got the key to the gate. <laughs> Yo, oh, man. Yo, that bug is tight. He went in on everybody. Yo. Was it Stephen A. Smith he went in on, uh, Charlemagne. Matter of fact, he went off on a whole breakfast club, actually, because he threw Envy in there and um, Angela Yee, talking about Envy. how she's sleeping with rappers and all that. Yeah, so Envy need a leash for him. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. He's talking about some uh, Angela Yee, when the, he said when the big boss man come to her, she like, who you want me to get? What rapper you want? You know what I mean? And she, and she you know, the boss would be like, yeah, I want him right there. Yeah. He looked like he could take some, you know. Like on some, on some, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yo, dude is foolish, man. I was listening to that um, earlier, man. I was like, yo, I didn't even catch this, man. You had to tell me about it. Yo, he, he like I said, man, he went in, man. He went in. And I don't blame him. You no, know I, mean? I don't. But if they've been talking junk about him this long, I mean, I didn't, you know, I don't really keep up with it. But if they've really been dragging this man like they, like he said, he that was well deserved. I, I want to, and I want to make this statement right now. Over the years, I've always said Camarlo Anthony is trash. Yeah. I've always said that. I kind of stood. Not 
me being influenced or anything like that. I just certain things that I saw. Yeah. But right now, I want to officially say I'm sorry. I apologize because I didn't know because what Carmay Brown was saying, like some of these sports heads and stuff. Not necessarily that I bought it from them. Right. This is it was just my observation, but yeah. still for a man to get to where he's at. He can't be trash. Right, exactly. So, I agree. I want to I want to apologize to him and you know, keep doing what he's doing cuz it's just like what he was saying is like, okay, you know, and like what we were talking about earlier, you know, like for instance with J Cole's new album. Good album, you know, a lot of people might love it, hate it, but the thing of it is everybody can't be great all the time. They right. just don't, you know, even some of the greats have misses. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think Sometimes, just like I said, you know, sometimes doing mediocre performance can sometimes make you do a better or greater performance. Just, you know, just like when Nas, you know, when Nas had his thing, you know what I'm saying? Like when he was, when Jay was getting at TakeOver, you know, Nas was getting ready to go out the game. Yeah. If Jay didn't have the takeover, yeah. Nas would have came back with that easy. Yeah. So I mean just so that's, you know I always said that too, he kinda lit a fire under Yeah. Right so I mean things like that, but you know, going back to Kwame Brown, Kwame Brown, I don't I think it's disingenuous with this man was like 17, 18 year old, you know what I'm saying, coming into the league right out of high school, you know, and gave gave his mama a crib. So, I mean, like, the, even if the man wasn't caliber, he did the right thing. Right. And then on top of that, like, you know what I'm saying? He was, you know what I'm saying? He was in the league. He had injuries in his hands. So, he did, I mean, he did the best he could know how. No yeah. one was mentoring him, rear, rearing him up, anything. They just, you know what I'm saying? They just, you know, oh, we just let him run, do right, all this. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, Dang. Like I said, it sounded like it was well deserved, man, because he went in on him. So. And my thing of it is, the dude was out of the league about t- you know ten or twelve years. Why right. they keep like why why was it cool? Yeah, to, yeah, to keep putting dirt on his name. Yeah, that's that's you know what. But what it is is sometimes people think you're an easy target. Like you know, like he said, you the quiet one, and you never really blow up on nobody. So they think, oh, okay, well he never said nothing. Talked about him before, so let's talk about him. He's an easy target, you know what I mean? So, yeah. probably that effect, you know what I mean? But hey, my man's went in. There's a couple more videos out there. My mama's cooking, yeah. yeah. He need to make a podcast called My Mama's Cooking. Right. If you do that, Mama's Cooking. If you do that, yo, yo, I'm in. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, because like that's just that's just perfect. That's a perfect branding. I think he did a video early this morning. I saw another new one from him, so he might have been kind of continuing on. Yeah. But um, I didn't get the chance to listen to it because I, I was busy listening to the first one, uh, which was like over an hour, like an hour 15, hour 20 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I think after a while, I, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm just saying as far as like if it's on his strategy, it's cool what he's doing now, but I think, and I think he'll know. I think eventually he's going to have to quiet off. So right, it don't right. be like it don't look like he's angry. Yeah. Not that he is angry, but I'm just saying so it don't look like that. Yeah. But he probably gonna have to back off just a little bit, just kind of fade. Mm-hmm. And then when someone comes and they come through and say something else, then you know, bang, right, right. you know. So, but he, I think he, I think he knows how to do that. He ain't, yeah. st- he ain't stupid. 
Yeah. He's not stupid. Yeah. And you and you could definitely tell. And the the man has a positive message. I mean, despite you know a lot of people might say like you know the cursing and all that right. other stuff. But you know, even he said like, "Yo, so you saying me saying the n word and all this other stuff?" Right. But my daughter right now can listen to like throat baby right. song, and it's exactly. like it's okay. Exactly, it's okay. It's okay yeah. to talk about that. That's but when okay. I'm talking about real nigga shit, right. you know, I can't. Right. Exactly, <laughs> I can't that's tell. How backwards the society is. Yeah, man. man. You know what I mean? I don't even get that, man. Yeah, but, man. But. Like people can't be like men can't be men no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because so. everybody. Th- Picture, nigga. Right, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I mean, it just is what it is. Yeah, man. But as y'all, as y'all can see, we we running up on the end of the show. But you yeah, know, yeah. As you can see, my man had on the dope Biggie shirt. I thought about wearing baby, mine. Baby. You know, we was almost on some twin shit today. Yeah, and I almost wore mine, but yeah. sometimes at the last minute, said wear this, and I bought the. The I am hip hop shirt, you know. Well, we wouldn't have been twenty anyway. I got the red hat. <laughs> Shout out to Urban X, you know. Podcast. We, well, you know what they say. We all look alike once we. Oh know. yeah, you know, man. Once the lights turn on, you know, nigga looking like me. <laughs> we ain't gonna separate your ass, right? Nigga, 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 nigga. I haven't watched the, um, the Urban X in a while. Um, oh, have they been uh, doing anything? Special? Oh yeah, they they've been doing their thing. They actually got something that. Well, I'll talk to you about that. Later okay, after okay. Show I can't. You know, you know, I got to be like James Brown. I'm gonna tell nobody. You know what it is. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, um, you know, once again, don't forget to hit the buttons for us. You know, like, share, subscribe. Yep. Yep. Like, share, subscribe. All right. Like, share, subscribe. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and, Brothers and sisters. sisters. We be. All right, I'm going to stop. 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 But we do need it. Nah. Yeah, we need it. But anyway, um, but yeah, I didn't have no more to share. Did you want to share anything else before we close uh, out? That's, I think that's about it. This should be up around like nine-ish. Ish. You know, always get the ish. Yeah, you know? so that's like 10 or 11 black people times. So right. I mean, it should It'll be, be up, up by midnight. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. But all right, man, for episode 165, 165. this is your man, Kurt. And this is... Howie. And uh, this is Triad Hip Hop Podcast. We'll see you all on the next one, all right? Peace. Peace.